The Bucket List with Beefy and Diana Simons. Hey, it's our maiden voyage. That's our show today. It's Beefy and Diana Simons. How are you going, Beefy? I am very, very well. Fine fit this Saturday morning. Good to see you, Di, on the uh, premiere edition of The Bucket List. Certainly is. We've got a really jam-packed show for you today. We've got some uh, some great things that we're doing. We're giving away tickets to the Twilight Polo at St Kilda Beach. Yeah, that should be a belter. We'll also be speaking to Brad Taylor, who's organising the event, and uh, we'll find out more about what's going on down there. Uh, we'll be chatting Super Bowl as well, give you some yep. facts and stuff about that. Massive weekend, the Super Bowl. It's, uh, I mean, this show is about events and sporting events that are on your bucket list, and generally the Super Bowl, you talk to most people, it's up there. And our Celeb of the Week is Coxie. You Coxie. Coxie's big break. Yeah, Little River Band, he everything did. else, and uh, talked about caravans for about 25 years, didn't he? He's certainly a very interesting guy. We'll find out where has Coxie not been? What's on his bucket list, sporting-wise? Yeah, that's uh, pretty exciting. We'll get Coxie out of bed this uh, early Saturday morning. And also be chatting to Daniel Ciccone as well from Sportsnet Holidays and find out the best places to go. Yeah, Sportsnet Holidays, one of the best uh, sports tour providers in the business. It'd be good to get, uh, you know, touch base with Daniel and see what's uh, oh, what his special tours and uh, any special moments and... You know, just some of the offbeat trips that they put together on their uh, Sportsnet holiday tours. And we'll be taking your calls as well. You give them the number shortly so you can call in and tell us what's on your bucket list. Yeah, magic. Di, what's your kind of uh, background? What's, uh, what's, what would be on your bucket list? What's, the, what's up there for you? That's a really good question. I'd love to go to the Super Bowl. Would you? I really would. That would be fantastic. What yeah. about you? Well, Beefy? I've actually been to a couple of Super Bowls, so uh, that's, I've ticked that off. I think Monaco Grand Prix is still up there and uh, the US yeah. Masters Golf is the other one. That seems to be up there with everyone's uh, bucket list items as well. Definitely. The Grand Prix would be absolutely fantastic. Yeah, loving that. Absolutely loving that. It's very special, isn't it, Monaco? It's uh, one of those ones, it's it's reclusive, it's exclusive and it's uh, just one of those ones that yeah. uh, you just want to go and see for yourself. You're going to be rubbing shoulders royalty there. Exactly right. It's a bucket list with Diana Simons and Beefy. And today we've got a famous celebrity, Coxie. How are you going? I'm overworked and underpaid, but you probably <laughs> don't care. I want to ask you, do you often get told that you, you look a lot like Robert Dipper Domenico? Oh, I get I get Dipper, Ian Hewitson. I get them all. Of course, uh, you were recently on Coxie's Big Break. You've done a lot for Victorian tourism, Coxie. Well, 15 years that went. And it started in Victoria, then it went international. We've been to every country in the Pacific, been to Europe, China six times. This is most people's dream. What is it like being a travel reporter? Well, uh, you get up in the morning, get on a plane. You don't get any days off because it's so expensive to travel now when the, um, the TV channel has to pick up for a com or whether it be them or us. You can stay an extra day for sightseeing. You never do. They get you on a plane and oh. get you home. I've seen the world probably more than most. I've just come back from two months going from um, Venice to Barcelona. Then uh, spent three weeks sitting on a beach in the Greek islands, which is pretty nice. And that's the first time that I've actually sat and relaxed and read a book. I have never read a book in 15 years being on the road. Never had time. Unbelievable. So that's how it works. Actually, you've got a fascinating story because you actually filled in for LRB back in the 80s when they were absolutely huge with Glenn Shorrock. You, you yep. toured America uh, covering for the drummer, burned himself in a barbecue accident. What, what happened? Yeah. No, he, uh, and it, the most ridiculous part is a vegetarian. 
We went to a barbecue and walked up to the barbecue and somebody said, I'll cook you something. And they had like a trick soap bottle that was full of betho and squirted it on a barbecue. Well, the flame ran up the tube and exploded onto his chest. Wow. Which really burnt him. But he got up three times. The roadies finally got him down. And I was only supposed to do three months, but I did 12. We did three times through Canada, twice through America, and an Australian tour as well. And work with people like the Eagles, Bob Skaggs, Doobie Brothers. Work with all the really big bands. It was just it was an amazing time of my life because I was single. I just was a, a free man and a free spirit. It was fantastic. Sounds great. Mate, well, you've travelled a lot, and this is the bucket list. It's generally about ticking off sporting uh, events from all over the world and what you'd like to get to. Uh, I hear you've been at quite a few already, but is there any still to tick off yet, Jeff? Oh, yeah. The, the main one is... But now being a mad golfer, I still would like to go to the Masters in the US. Yeah, I reckon that. And I've walked, actually walked on the ground at Lords in Britain, but there was no cricket on. I'd love to see a test match at Lords. Oh, you got your chance. It's in five months' time. Never say never. That's the no, deal. exactly but, right. Exactly right. Oh, mate, I, I'd love to see. I'd love to be live at the Super Bowl. Mate, it's a Super Bowl this weekend. Uh, I mean, you obviously I said you followed it a little bit. So uh, who are you thinking is going to uh, take it out, the uh, Rams or the Patriots? As long as it's a great game and nobody gets seriously hurt, which is amazes me that nobody gets hurt, like, you know, um, on those big games. Yeah. I don't really care who wins. The halftime entertainment itself will be fantastic, whoever it is. Maroon 5, I can tell you that. Any strange ones on your bucket list, Coxie, like the cheese rolling in uh, in England or one of those weird and wonderful things? Uh, one of the most fascinating things was that caber tossing thing. Mm. Those blokes, I mean, I met one of them, he shook my hand and any, everybody's had a good grip. His shoulders, his arms, they are so strong. But to actually spend your life trying to, trying to throw a, a big half a telegraph pole up in the air and a bit further on, I don't think it's the, the cleverest and most visual sport to watch, but, God, the Irish are right into it, I want to tell you. Yeah, the Highland Games is a... It's a throwback to uh, yeah, Neanderthal I, times, I think. I do have one other thing on the bucket list. I would love to go to the Edinburgh Tattoo. I went to the one here, and I was pretty disappointed. Just out of curiosity, people go along to the Edinburgh Tattoo. Do you get a lot of people actually wearing kilts in the audience? Yeah. Oh, yeah, the Scots, the genuine Scot wear kilts all the time. And, and yourself, Coxie? No. Me and a kilt. Though, though, I did get 1980, 350 bucks for my legs for a hole-proof sock ad. Wow. <laughs> it was funny. It was done with a, a football boot, a white bandage, and a black Collingwood sock. And for whatever reason, it never made it to the billboards. But I think it had something to do with they, Collingwood actually changed their socks or changed oh. a colour or something or other. So you'd have legs like Betty Grable. I have had remarks on my legs. Not much on my stomach, but a lot <laughs> on my legs. It's uh, nearly breakfast time, uh, Coxie. Thanks for joining us. It's been an absolute pleasure giving us a bit of insight. About any time. Thanks very much. That's Coxie on The Bucket List. The Bucket List with Beefy and Diana Simons. Welcome back to The Bucket List. Thanks to Coxie there for getting out of bed early this Saturday morning to have a chat to us about his... Uh, kind of sporting desires, what's on his bucket list. And uh, die this weekend, it's going to be an absolute blockbuster a weekend. The number one event in world sport, basically, the Super Bowl. i got to ask you, uh, why do they actually call a gridiron 
Good on it's because of how the field is, because it, they mark it out yard by yard and actually looks like an old-style street layout. So, gridiron street network. So, yeah, it, they don't really refer to the sport. Yeah. Basically, in the UK and Australia, I guess, they used to call the sport gridiron because of the field, but oh, kind of that's dropped out of the way. But the Americans actually call the field the gridiron. Yeah, they call it American football, right? Yeah, and or it's just like football over there. The same, the same in the UK with soccer. They call it soccer, right? I mean, uh, sorry, though, they call it football yeah, as well. Yeah, that's right, yeah. So you've got to wonder, do they call Aussie rules something different? Um, Aussie, Aussie football. Something like that. Yeah. If you want to give us a call and tell us your bucket list sport, give us a buzz on 1300 23548. That's 1300 23548. Yeah, and if you call in, you can go into the draw to win those four tickets to the St Kilda Twilight Beach Polo, which is going to be absolutely fantastic. I know you're in the hunt for an Argentinian polo player, Di. Ah, that's what I've said. <laughs> On the 15th of February, and it's at St Kilda Beach, they're, and they're valued at $99 each, so that's yes. absolutely fantastic. Yeah, brilliant. Now, of course, if you want to watch the Super Bowl this weekend, what are your options? Well, I mean, there's a lot of parties going around town. I mean, I see nearly every pub's now advertising. It kicks off about 11.15, I believe, uh, Monday morning. Yeah. Probably goes for three, three and a half hours, depending on how close the game is and how quickly they run through, but... You know, it's the biggest halftime show in the world, as Coxie just said. It's Maroon 5 and Friends this year, so halftime generally goes for about 20, 25 minutes, just by itself. I was going to say, are you a big Maroon 5 fan? Me? No. Me neither. No, but um, apparently this year, due to kind of the uh, political issues around performers at uh, halftime... They went through quite a few options before Maroon 5 said yes. Oh, because I'd rather see Beyonce or something like well, that. Well, actually, well, I went to the Super Bowl 2013 New Orleans and Beyonce was the halftime uh, entertainment. How was it? It was pretty awesome, actually. Yeah, uh, we had Alicia Keys doing the national anthem. Wow. Um, and actually, I went to Tampa Bay in 1992 and it was Michael Jackson. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I've seen two good... Halftime entertainments in the Super Bowl, so uh, it's pretty cool. That is sensational. This is going to be a huge one this year. Of course, the New England Patriots are taking on the other team. I've forgotten their Los name. Angeles Rams, I die. I knew it, and I had a complete mental block it's there. It's kind of uh, Tom Brady versus the, the world. Uh, yeah, yeah, versus the world. Uh, Jared Goff is the quarterback for the Los Angeles Rams. He's a bit of a young upstart, second-year pro, whereas Tom Brady is 41. I know, which is it's a senior citizen by... Um, sporting standards, oh, isn't it? Yes, definitely. Now, he's decided he wants to play till he's 45 as well. When he was 39, he won an award for the most valuable player. And he was the oldest player to win this, this particular award. Definitely. Well, to be honest, not many NFL players go beyond 30, 35. So to still keep playing at 41 and win the MVP of the Super Bowl at 39 is just yeah. ridiculous. But it's like a bit of a backhanded compliment, really, isn't it? Well... He's probably one of the, probably the best ever, in all honesty. Yeah, well, he is considered to be amongst one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time, ranking second for the most consecutive NFL games, 52 with a touchdown pass. Oh, but remember yeah. when he had deflate gate? Oh, yes. Scandal. Yeah, against Indianapolis Colts a few years ago, where uh, Tom allegedly, I can't, we can't allegedly, prove this, yeah. uh, settled out of court. Um, you know, ask the ball boys to deflate the ball so we could get a better grip on the ball and so his passing could be more accurate. Mm. Half time, they, they uh, tested the balls, the referees, and uh, they found them to be a little bit uh, airless. But it just goes to show how popular this guy he, this guy is. He can do something like that and people forgive him. Yeah, that's very true. But, you know, he's married to a supermodel. 
Giselle, yes. <laughs> he only got suspended for four matches. Was it four matches? Yeah. But the, the team got um, fined $1 million. Oh, that's that's a yeah. drop in the ocean, $1 million. He got that in the back pocket. I think Tom's on about $25 million a season, just himself. Wow. Yeah. But you think that a sport like American football would be very brutal on the body and the knees. I mean, they're sort of jumping on top of each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. He's, uh, yeah. he's probably got away with it most of his career. He's probably not copped as much pounding as he as a lot of the other guys, so like the running backs or wide receivers or the big big guys up front. Yeah. So he, he probably takes the least amount of hits. And if you are going to the Super Bowl, the good thing about it is there is a cold snap in America. Oh. Some places like New York, it's it's one or, or below zero no, degrees. No, no, no. Well, Chicago, yes, there was minus yeah. 50. But... Atlanta's about 16, so it's not too bad. And the stadium's indoor as well. And they're closing the roof. I think it's a permanently closed roof, isn't it? Atlanta's brand new stadium. Well, it's a good idea to keep it closed if it's a permanently closed roof, isn't it? You know, there's an actual actual rule in the NFL is they won't award a Super Bowl because the Super Bowl venue changes from year to year. You have to bid for it. But they won't award a Super Bowl where the temperature is possibly going to be... The actual rule is below 50 degrees Fahrenheit. So what's that, about 12, 13 degrees centigrade, unless it's an indoor stadium. Wow. Yeah. I think the exception a few years ago, MetLife Stadium in New York uh, opened, or New Jersey, actually, New Jersey, uh, opened a few years ago, and they awarded the Super Bowl uh, to New York. And so that was kind of an exception because it's a new stadium. Wow. But if you are heading down to uh, Georgia, Atlanta, there's a whole lot of other things you can do down there as well, Beefy. Tell us about it, Di. What is well, in Atlanta? Georgia Aquarium is the biggest aquarium in the world, one of the few places in the world you can swim or scuba dive with whale sharks. Really? Yeah. Well, for you a- actually get in the tank in the yeah. aquarium. Well, that's tremendous. Well, for a fee, but, you know, if oh, you yeah. go down to Ballina in northern New South Wales, you can swim with the sharks for free there. If you want to get legless. <laughs> There's the Fox Theatre from the 1920s, very Arabian style. Uh, it looks a lot like the Forum Theatre. Yep. Uh, you've also got, um, it, it's the home of where Margaret Mitchell wrote Gone with the Wind, so you can oh. visit her apartment. All right. Also, you can visit the original home of Martin Luther King and the Martin Luther King Museum as well. There you go. And Good. don't forget Atlanta. Yep. Uh, the Walking Dead filmed in Atlanta. Ah, yeah. post-apocalyptic. Post-apocalyptic. <laughs> well, if you, actually, if you drive around Atlanta, it generally looks like that anyway. Also, you can go the, behind the scenes with a tour of CNN. And there's the Coca-Cola production line, which is over 125 years old. Wow, there you yeah. go. One of the busiest airports in the world as well, Atlanta, because I think uh, Delta or United are based there, so all their flights kind of go in and out of Atlanta. Oh, fantastic. That's a fun fact for you. There you go. Um and if you're in into basketball or uh, NHL, I think uh, ice hockey. The obviously the Atlanta Hawks are based there, and the Atlanta Thrashers. Fantastic. Yeah. Well, once again, if you want to give us a call, one three hundred two three double five four eight, and we've got tickets to go away to the Twilight Polo in St Kilda, which is on February the fifteenth. We're going to have a chat to Coxie in just a moment. Uh, he used to do Coxie's big break we've, and find out what we've his just had Coxie is. on the phone, Ty. <laughs> we've done Coxie. Come on, let's get with it. I know it's early. It is, isn't it? We're going to talk to the Brad from the polo. He's coming on a bit oh, soon. Yeah. He'll be telling us all about the uh, Twilight Beach polo down at St Kilda. I've got some fun facts about the Super Bowl. We'll do that after the break. Absolutely. And we've got some fun Super Bowl facts for you today. Yeah, definitely. It is literally the second biggest day in the year in the US for food consumption mm. after Thanksgiving. Because Americans do like their food, especially oh, while it. watching a sporting match. Huge buffalo wings, the biggest thing. But not only that, 4,000 tonnes of popcorn will be consumed on Super Bowl Sunday. 4 million kilos. 4 million kilos. Let's Mm. just think about that. Of guacamole. 
That's will a, be consumed. You know, in, in Australia, we just call it smashed avo. Smashed avo. 14,500 tonnes of chips will be consumed, French fries. Yeah. That's crazy. They're saying 5 billion. No, it can't be billion, surely. <laughs> 5,000 million hot dogs. I can't, wow. I can't believe that. That's ridiculous. Hey, tell that, me that something. Can't be, that's wrong. That's a lot. Is nacho hats a real thing? I've seen that on The Simpsons. I've seen it at baseball. So what? They don't come and wear them. They just they put a baseball helmet in and they fill it with nachos. Oh, I thought you actually d- wear it on your head and you, you dip and the... And the Simpsons one where he actually eats the, uh, <laughs> eats, the hat. eats the hat. Yeah, I've never seen one of those. Do you know what the most popular food is? I think it's buffalo wings. It's actually chicken wings. Chicken wings, but yeah. But chicken wings is buffalo wings, isn't it? Anyway, yeah, 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 yeah. Buffalo's the sauce. Oh, I always found that confusing. Yeah, yeah, no, it is confusing because I made the same mistake. Yeah, because a lot of Americans uh, they all get together and uh, have Super Bowl parties. Super Bowl as well. parties. I've got fun fact, Di. Yeah. The average number of people at a Super Bowl party is seventeen. There is you go. Right? You didn't think I had that stat, but it, I did. Have you been to one? A Super Bowl party? Yeah, it was basically at a pub. I used to live in Texas. Did you? Yeah, and actually, the two years I was living there, Dallas Cowboys won both years as well, and I'm not a Cowboys fan. Um, it's a team Americans love to hate, even though it's America's team. So is there an incredible sort of atmosphere during Super Bowl time in America? Yeah. yeah. Um, New Orleans is crazy when we yeah. went there. It was uh, the, the whole city goes Super Bowl crazy and there's parties everywhere and it just people drink yeah. way into the night. And uh, actually, I'll, go, I'll tell you a quick story about yep. New Orleans. I paid a lot of money to go to that Super Bowl. Mm. And we went out the night before and I drank far too much. And next morning, Super Bowl day, woke up. Not very well. And basically, all the hospitality we had, you know, beers and food and everything, I couldn't touch. Absolutely. I sat in the corner with my head in my hands. And basically, about 15 minutes before the game, I kind of came good. So I wasted all the hospitality money. I was not very well at all. But you got to the Super Bowl. Got to the Super Bowl, yeah. Yeah, it was great. You missed it. Um, It's the biggest day of the year for beer consumption, by the way, as well. No surprise. But their beer is very light anyway. Generally. Yeah. Yeah. Waters you down, it kind of cleans you out. Yeah, not really much of a beer drinker, so I can't really comment on that one. 35% of people who attend the game write it off as a corporate expense. Put it that way. That's an interest. That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. can't do that here anymore. Well, people get away with it, don't they? Mm. People get away with it. Anyway, what do we got? Well, coming up, we're going to speak to... Brad from the Polo, I think. We are indeed. Yeah, it's coming up very, very shortly, 15th of February. It's a great event, this Polo on the Beach down at St Kilda. It is, and if you want to come along, all you have to do is jump onto our Facebook page. It's Bucket List Radio, and uh, write us a little message, and we'll put you in the draw to win this fantastic ticket. The Bucket List with Fifi and Diana Simons. All right, it's a uh, special occasion for us here on the bucket list. We've got Brad Taylor from Idiom Events, who's uh, getting ready for the St Kilda Twilight Polo that's coming up in a couple of weeks. For those that uh, haven't seen polo, why is the beach polo so different from, say, the Portsea event or any other polo event on the world tour? First obvious difference is ours is played on the beach, on the sand, even all the entertainment. You'll actually be standing on the sand, enjoying the great beach atmosphere. Beach polo derives itself from arena polo, and that's a smaller field, only 100 metres by 50 metres. We only do three players per team. 
the ball is a lot larger than a normal polo field ball. Now I'm gonna I'm gonna surprise you. I actually went to Austria the, to Bad Gastein, myself and Rob from 365 Days of Sport. We went to the yep. Snow Polo World Cup a couple of years oh, ago, wow. right up in the Alps there, uh, and that was yep. two on two on snow. Yeah, I was actually going to say it's uh, at the snow parlor. We are we're literally standing on the fence right next to the action. I'm guessing at St Kilda is exactly the same. That's the experience you can have down there at Twilight Beach Polo. Best thing with ours, you can watch the glorious sunset, have a drink in your hand. It just combines everything that we love as Melbournians. Yeah. Uh, a day out of the office at the beach, socialising with friends and yeah, watching a, a magnificent sporting event. Yeah, great, great. And how'd you come across it? Um, well, funnily enough, Di is a big, uh, she's the uh, the polo head amongst us, and I uh, think her dream, her bucket list is to meet an Argentinian polo player, I think. <laughs> Do you, you get much appeal from uh, the hoity-toities from Sydney and uh, Queensland and everywhere else? Is it, you know, it has a nationwide and international appeal, like I said. Oh, look, we do. So it's our third year this year. They do play beach polo around the world in locations such as Ibiza and Dubai, and we're putting St Kilda on the map. We've had players from Argentina, from the UK, from France. Great support from the locals, particularly the Victorian Polo Club. They run a ballot system to have teams nominate to play. Fantastic. Now, how did you get your nickname, Beefy, <laughs> after the, the great Sir yeah, Beefy? Well, or? kind of, yeah. I was a I was a professional cricketer, funnily enough. So, uh, uh, yeah, it kind of yeah. it kind of rolled into that. But weirdly enough, I got it from cooking burgers, and somebody literally walked up and said, "Get your big and beefy burgers here." And being a sport <laughs> sports club. It kind of yeah. stuck. There would be thousands of people who have no idea what my real name is. And when they say, uh, yeah, Kieran Blake, they have who? Oh, Beefy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Beefy. Yeah. There you go. Well, hopefully this will become one of the must-see events in the Melbourne sporting calendar. It's up there with the uh, the Grand Prix and uh, the AFL Grand Final. Just for uh, curiosity and uniqueness, that's for sure. It, it is on Friday, the 15th of February, down at St Kilda's iconic West Beach. How do people get tickets if they want to get along, Brad? So jump onto our website, www.twilightbeachpolo.com.au. Brad, thanks a lot for joining us on the bucket list. Hopefully we get to see you at the... Uh, at the Twilight Beach Pole on the 15th. That'll be absolutely fantastic and uh, enjoying this unique event. Indeed. Thanks for having it on your bucket list, uh, Beefy. We hope we can tip that one off too. The Bucket List with Beefy and Diana Simons. Right, you're listening to The Bucket List with me, Beefy, and Diana Simons. We are just about to interview uh, Daniel Ciccone from Sportsnet Holidays, who's uh, one of the biggest sports tour operators in Australia, based out of Clifton Hill in Melbourne. Our show's called The Bucket List. Is there still things on your bucket list you've uh, yet to achieve? Probably the one that, that sits right at the top of my list would have to be the US Masters Golf. Uh, love playing golf, and that is obviously at the pinnacle, and, and one day... I'd, I'd love to get over there and, and experience that event, no doubt. Yeah, it's definitely, I think that's up there with the Super Bowl is uh, on most people's bucket mm. lists. And when you're on course as well, no phones, no cameras. You know, it's an old boys club, really. Is that right? That'd probably be the only place they would ban phones from, I'd imagine. Yeah, it's pretty. Uh, you can't. You can't even get your phone out and talk on course. They, uh, ah. the marshals are on you, and they'll they'll kick you out. Do they actually like um, search you beforehand and actually check if you've got a phone? No, they. But they tell you. 
Do not use phones on course, no cameras at all. Do they still wear the plaid pants? Is that still a thing? Some do. It's not as popular as, as back in the day, but yeah, it does still happen occasionally. I think Aaron Badley was uh, renowned for it back in the day as well. So yeah, some still do it. So yeah. We said uh, Sportsnet Holiday's been around 20 years. How have you seen kind of the growth in sports travel over this time, uh, Daniel? There's been incredible growth. From our perspective, the company started based on the simple fact that Australians, from the way we see it, they love sport and they love travel. We put them both together and, and, and created sports and holidays. And in the first year when we, we probably only took a, a couple of hundred people away to a sporting event to today where we take over 10,000, the growth is, has been enormous. And 20 years ago, people didn't really understand the concept of sports travel, where today, certainly a, a lot more popular and they also understand that by going on a sports tour or with a sports travel company like ourselves, they may get access to things that they potentially wouldn't if they tried to do it themselves. What sort of things, for instance? Plenty. Uh, at the Bathurst 1000 in the past, we've hired buses, put a supercars driver on the bus with our clients. We've done a lap of the course, obviously outside of racing time, and given our clients the opportunity to, to understand the course and experience the course from a supercar driver's perspective. We've done things like at the NRL Auckland Nines, the, the rugby league event a few years ago. We'd get our clients on the field at the presentation time, at the end of the tournament. So they got to experience the presentation whilst on the actual field itself. Black tie dinners, uh, you know, in the cell of the Monica Casino, to private catamarans, to pit lane walk. Anything that we can do that's difficult to replicate that will provide, you know, a real money can't buy experience, even though money can buy it, uh, <laughs> is, is what we're looking to do every day. That is very cool. Millions of international events, but there is so much, so many events going on around Australia people can get to that is uh, that are just world class. And uh, like you say, you guys can offer intimate experiences that uh, you just can't get if you buy a ticket. Correct. And the other thing is, is that uh, where we add a lot of value is for a lot of events, it's difficult to get tickets. It's difficult to get accommodation. By the time they go on sale, they sell it very, very fast, where we still get access when the general public can't. Uh, and that includes things like accommodation as well. A, a lot of sporting events are held in, you know, in cities where potentially the, the, the amount of accommodation doesn't actually support the, the demand for the event. Uh, but, you know, whenever we hear that accommodation is difficult to get, we, we see an opportunity to, to obviously help our clients out and uh, provide something that potentially they can't get themselves. Yeah, Daniel, it's a, that's a, such a great point. It's, uh, the, I mean, I went to the um, Formula One in Bahrain quite a few years ago, and the actual event Brilliant. buys every single hotel room in the city, in Manama there. So you can't actually get a hotel room privately. You actually have to buy a package. So, um, I mean, like you say, I mean, it's an all-in-one experience and, uh, you know, and it's a one-stop shop as well. So, you you know, you find tickets to the event. You find tickets to, you know, some other things that are going on. You get there. Uh, you have to get transfers to the event itself. You have to get a hotel room. You have to find meals. So you guys can actually package everything up and you don't, have, you know, don't even have to worry about it. Correct. The other thing about what we do is is everything that we sell from a tickets perspective are official. We do official tickets. Uh, you know, the accommodation is, is always of a of high standard. We do exclusive functions, you know, special experiences. And like you said, we include things like the flights, the transfers, uh, everything that, you know, making it as easy as possible for our clients. Whereas if you try to do that yourself, uh, it can be very, very difficult for a number of the, the bucket list events that we offer. Just curious, is it, is it still a, a male-orientated area or do you get quite a few women coming to these events, do you find, these days? 
Australians just love sport, whether you're male or female. We do a lot of motorsport as part of our range and women love it just as much as men. It's a combination of both. Yeah, you mentioned uh, Rugby World Cup. 2019 is an absolute monster year. Like you mentioned, Rugby World Cup in Japan, the Ashes in the UK and England, Cricket World Cup 2020 and 50 overs are in the, uh, are in the UK as well. There is so much going on. You must be licking your lips. <laughs> Yes, it's a, a brilliant year for sport for us. The other one that, that, that is happening this year is the Netball World Cup, which is happening in Liverpool. And, uh, you know, for Australians and Kiwis, absolutely mad about that event. And that's another another big and exciting for one uh, for us later this year as well. Well, Australia obviously got a point to prove in the uh, Netball World Cup. They lost the Commonwealth Games this year to England. So we actually go, or well, last year, now it's 2019 already. We've got a point to prove. Diamonds certainly don't like losing games of netball, so I'm tipping them to bounce back, no doubt. Has there been any events that people have asked you, can you organise a tour for, like the cheese rolling or, you know, the bog snorkelling in Wales? Some of these weird and wonderful events that just a bit of a one-off that... Uh, or is there any other strange events that uh, you run tours to? The, the one which is... It's not a strange event, but at the time when we first got asked for it, uh, I knew nothing about it, and it's called the Isle of Man TT known as the fastest road race in the world, happens uh, on the Isle of Man, which is just off the coast of the UK. Uh, we got asked for that, I think it was back in 2010. We ran with it. We took six people to the event. Uh, and at the time, I'm thinking, what is this event and, and why are we wasting our time? And today, we take well over 400 people to it. Wow. Ah. That's amazing. It is the most exciting event we do. Uh, it's the most unique event we do. We work very, very closely with a gentleman by the name of Cameron Donald, who's an Australian road racing legend. Uh, he's our ambassador for the event, and he, he comes on our tours. And it's, it's absolutely the uniqueness of the event is, is something very, very special. And uh, we're the exclusive travel company out of Australia and New Zealand for it. And going back to incredible bucket list events, this one is right up there. Yeah. Very, very special. It's on my bucket list, that's for sure. Oh, amazing. I didn't know you could possibly even get 400 people on a tour like that. Is that the, the biggest one you have? That's not 400 people on the one tour. Yeah. There's a number of tours running. But the biggest, the biggest one we have is, is the Rugby World Cup. The Rugby World Cup is just an absolute monster of, of an event. Australians love their rugby. They love following the Wallabies. We'll be taking several, several thousand people to, to Japan later this year. And uh, I think the exciting thing about that is outside of the fact that, you know, we all love the, the Rugby World Cup, coupled with, you know, one of the most exciting destinations out of Australia at the moment, Japan, it's uh, proving to be the perfect storm. That's amazing, Daniel. That, that's huge. You're going to need your own plane for that. <laughs> it's going to be challenging to say the least, but again, we love the excitement and, and the challenge of what we do. So looking forward to it. Well, Daniel, thanks for some absolutely fantastic insights into some of the tours and Sportsnet holidays. It's just been brilliant. Yeah, if uh, anyone's looking to explore or come on a tour, they can always visit us at sportsandholidays.com or, or give us a call on, on 1300 888858. Brilliant. We will encourage people to do so and check out the range of tours that you got going because uh, we like to say there's a sport out there for everyone. The Bucket List with Beefy and Diana Simons. Yeah, we're back on the Bucket List. Thanks for joining us wherever you may be. Just an update on the Six Nations Rugby because we do like to keep you abreast of world sport and Six Nations Rugby should be on your bucket list as well. The opening game of the year, Wales are playing in Paris against the French. Wales have just scored a try to go 24-19 up. There's just five minutes to go and it's an absolute barnstormer. Let's hope the uh, Welsh boys in red will stay on top. And as I mentioned, Di, 
A trip to Paris for the rugby should yes. be on top of your bucket list. Guys, take your girlfriends, take your wives, because that's very romantic too. You very romantic. Win-win. You can go to the sport and rekindle your relationship. Yeah, put a padlock on one that, on that bridge thing that uh, loved-up couples like to do. I think, didn't they ban the I think it, it got too too heavy, didn't it, for the bridge in the end? Yeah, there's too many romantics in Paris, I think. Too many romantics. Yeah. Can you have too many romantics? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. You don't know. Hey, but if you do want to go to the Six Nations, that's just one of the many trips offered by Sportsnet Holidays, I think. Oh, absolutely. Australia, one of Australia's, Australia's number one provider of sports travel. They have got heaps of packages, over 50 tours to the world's biggest sporting events. And they take the stress out of organising any travel to bucket list events. Sportsnet can now organise everything from official tickets to quality accommodation to flights, transfers and much, much more. Which is really important because if you're going to a sporting event, a lot of the time the hotels are actually booked out. So you don't want to be staying somewhere really seedy. They'll organise some really top shelf places to stay. Yeah, and uh, unfortunately... Sporting events don't take place at airports, though. You actually have to get to the no. event itself. But this is some incredible money you can't buy experience with, that you can have with Sportsnet. They even host their own functions, dinners, and they give travellers the opportunity to rub, rub shoulders with some of the stars of the sport. How cool is that? Which sports stars would you like to rub shoulders with? David Beckham. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Straight off the bat. <laughs> Who wouldn't? So, <laughs> me. Uh, so whether it's the Australian Open tennis, this year's Rugby World Cup in Japan, the state of origin... Monaco Grand Prix, like we talked about earlier. The Isle of Man TT, and like Daniel said, the uh, it's the Netball World Cup this year in Liverpool, England. Yeah. Sportsnet will ensure that you have the adventure of a lifetime. Absolutely. So make sure if you want to go away, get onto Sportsnet today. You've got to do that. Visit them at sportsnetholidays.com or you can give them a call. one 858 that's one three hundred triple eight eight five eight sportsnetholidays.com.au and turn that dream sport into a reality. Just go and do it. I can vouch as the uh, world's biggest sports fan, Die. I can vouch for getting to see as many sporting events as you possibly can. Amazing. You know what? I have met David Beckham. Really? Yeah. Wow. Madam Two Swords Waxworks. I've got a photo. Uh, there you go. <laughs> hey, I was up in Sydney a couple of weeks ago. He went to a coffee shop in Marrickville, of all places. He was here? Yeah, not that long, about three months ago, just what? before Christmas. He, he was doing some promo for a coffee shop. I just, oh, well, why wouldn't you? We have good coffee here. That's true. But, yeah, he's a mate, mate of a mate, apparently, and they roped Beckham in to do an appearance. A mate of a mate. Yeah, not my mate, a mate of David, mate of a mate of David Beckham's. Wow, yeah. amazing! Imagine that—that that the coffee sales would go through the roof there, wouldn't it? It's a tiny shop as well. It's ridiculous. I don't know how it uh, how it transpired, but uh, allegedly wow. so. I wasn't there, so I only heard this third hand. Okie dokie. Hmm. I'll tell you what is coming up this weekend. I know we've talked about Super Bowl weekend. Yeah. It is. The World Shovel Racing Championships at Angel Fire Resort in New Mexico this weekend. I'm just speechless. What on earth is that? I'm going to put shovel it in racing. shovel racing. I'm going to put it in very, very simple terms. Yeah. You get a shovel. Yeah. You sit on the on the blade of the shovel. Yeah. And then you ride it down a ski slope. Oh, that would be fun. It's very dangerous. New Mexico has ski slopes. Yeah, Angel Fire Resort. Uh, not this time of year. It's desert. So they get well. It's not desert. Well, I suppose New Mexico is desert. But yeah, there's mountains there. Isn't that Breaking Bad territory? Could be. Yeah. Not cross uh, Breaking Bad. Is that Albuquerque? Yes. Yeah. Well, you know America better than I do. Yeah. Well, this, that's the only town in New Mexico I'd know. I think. <laughs> so, have you been to the shovel race? No. I desperately wanted to go. It. it it's on my bucket list. 
Um, you literally sit on a shovel and a snow shovel, so it's quite a wide blade. Would you fit on it? <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for no, that. I just wanted to know. So, and you literally sit on it. You put the, um, you put the uh, handle between yeah. your legs. You sit on it and you go down the mountain. So do you bring your own shovel or does, you can. Everyone, does everyone share it? I'm, I'm not joking. There's two classes. There's the production shovel and the custom shovel. So you can buy one. You go to Bunnings and buy a snow shovel and you use that. Or you can actually make one yourself and shine it up and, you know, create less friction. That's hysterical. Um, it was in, if you follow the X Games side of things, it was in the original, the Winter X Games, the very first one, they put snow shovel racing in the X Games, but they deemed it too dangerous. So there was only one ever running of the uh, snow shovel, of uh, the shovel racing championships in the X Games. They still do it at Angel Fire Resort, yeah. but that's the only place because they get up to 85 miles an hour. That's crazy. Yeah. What sort of training do you need to do for this particular sport? Uh, do you need to you... be fit? No. I think you just need to drink a lot the night before and think, yeah, this is a good idea. And if you're heavier, is it better or is it better if you're lighter? Do you, do, uh, do you, can you win more? I mean, would you go down faster or will it impede I think you? if you're heavier, you can probably steer it a little bit better because if you're lighter, the shovel can get out of control. Okay. I'm not even speaking from experience. I've just, you know, I just imagine. Is this something that you would like to enter or to watch? Both. I actually would do it. I'm one of these crazy guys that would love to do things like luge and skeleton just to just to have a go. What about bobsled? Yeah, I'd love to jump in one of those. Because you know your bones don't break in a bobsled; they shatter. <laughs> <laughs> Is that because it's cold? No, it was it was from the movie Cool Runnings cool with Runnings, John yes. Candy. Yeah. Also, don't forget, if you would like to win tickets to the Twilight Polo, which is on February the 15th, they're worth $99 each. We've got four this week to give away. Jump onto our Facebook page, Bucket List Show, put your details down, and we'll put you in the draw. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and like I said, the we talked to Brad earlier. It's going to be a great night of polo on the beach. It'd be absolutely fantastic. There's, uh, the Heineken Bar, I think, is there. I'm, hopefully, we're not talking out of turn, but... Uh, yeah, it is, uh, it'll be a very, very big event there. Lots of drinks. Yes, it's going to be a really good time. I'm, I'm going for the polo, though. Oh, really? Yeah. Well, you heard when I was talking to uh, Brad earlier, I went to the Snow Polo yeah. World Cup in Austria. Wow. Two on yes. two in the snow. It was uh, quite interesting seeing that. This is a dumb question, but was it freezing? Yeah. Yeah, okay. It was very cold. It was uh, kind of late January, and they play in about a foot of snow, so the horses... Not too sure how the horses cope in the snow, whether they yeah. enjoy it or not. That would be amazing. Oh, the actual setting, it was up in a place called Bad Gastein in yeah. Austria, which is quite phenomenal. They literally built yeah. a town on the side of a mountain. And, it, you know, you see it in a few movies, apparently, Bad Gastein. But, uh, yeah, the setting in the Alps there was just tremendous. Absolutely just breathtaking. Unbelievable. Yeah. I would definitely love to get along to that one. Yeah. And the shovel racing, obviously. Uh, yeah. Yeah. There's not too much drinking at the Snow Polar World Cup, by the way. There are people trying to keep warm instead yeah. of uh, getting on the lash. Yeah, good idea. Yeah, that's it. Keep uh, professional. Why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you? Please, uh, if you've got stuff on your bucket list, please give us a call. one three hundred twenty three fifty five forty eight, and we'll put you in the draw for the polo tickets down at St Kilda. So, uh, hope you're having a good morning. Uh, I can just let you know, Wales! Have beaten France 24-19. The final whistle has just gone. Wales was 16 points down at one stage, which is an absolutely phenomenal come from behind. And it sounds like you've got a preference for Wales winning. Always. Mm. Always. Welsh from born and bred myself. So uh, good to see Wales get the season underway with a big win in the Six Nations.
Fantastic. Can't wait. Can't wait for the rest of the year. Who are you going for in the Super Bowl? The Rams. Los Angeles Rams. I'm not a New England fan. Yeah. In fact, I'm an anti-New England fan because I actually f- support Miami Dolphins who are in the same little division as New England. Why do they actually wear the black um, makeup under the eyes? Ah, okay. That's because of the floodlights. Yeah. That's to stop the reflection off, the, off their cheekbones into their eyes. Mm. All of a sudden, they move around and they get a glint. So it's a, yeah... I don't think it works. I don't think it, it works. I just thought it, it looks kind of cool. It's like some sort of war paint on their faces. Oh, well, a lot of people are doing the Alice Cooper. There's one guy that makes his face out like a member of Kiss. Really? Uh, yeah, they do all sorts nowadays. Wow, that would be really cool. <laughs> Actually, Kiss one year did play at the Grand Prix in Melbourne. They did? Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. I remember standing outside and uh, listening in. Yeah. Um, I saw The Who after yes. the Grand Prix a few years ago. Yeah. How good was that? Very good. I saw them in New York years and years ago. Absolutely ah. amazing. Yeah, no, great. Pete Townsend. I mean, I saw him in, in Vegas, The Who, probably 2013, and yeah. they still rock very hard. Well, there's only and they're the, old men. There's, there's only the two original members yes. left in the band. Well, the there's, other two died. Oh, did they? That's sad. <laughs> yeah, John Hintwistle and um, Keith Moon. You they, basically got Roger Daltrey and uh, Pete, Pete Townsend. Townsend. That's it. And Pete Townsend's son. His son? His, his, he's in the band, and Fantastic. I think there's another kind of... Rockstar's son is also in the band as well nowadays. Yeah, I can't remember who it is. I should have looked that up. Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah. And of course, don't forget Super Bowl. You can watch it on TV on the Monday. Monday, tomorrow, uh, Monday about 11.15 kickoff. It'll be fun. If you're a Maroon 5 fan, wait for halftime. Absolutely. The Bucket List with Fifi and Diana Simons. It's The Bucket List. You listen to Beefy and Diana Simons. It's our maiden voyage. It's our first show, and we're coming to the end of the hour. Yeah, it's absolutely flown through this one. Good to talk to uh, Brad and Daniel Ciccone and Coxie. We got him out of bed on a Saturday morning. I know, Coxie's an absolute legend. And, of course, uh, he, they've been very generous, and they've given us tickets to give away to the Twilight Polo. If you'd like to go along to that, they're worth $99 each. We've got quite a few to give away. All you need to do is get onto the Facebook page, Bucket List Show, and just put your details in, and we'll put you in the draw for it. Yeah, absolutely brilliant. Big weekend of sport coming up. There's uh, obviously the cricket test match in Canberra. There's a test match in the West Indies as well. If you follow England or the West Indies, uh, that's on my bucket list as well. Go and see a test match in the West Indies. Premier League, always, every weekend. Super Bowl. Super Bowl on Monday. Go Rams. Yeah, go check out Tom Brady, Mr. Giselle Bunchen. Yes, indeed. Now it's going to be an absolute belter. Enjoy wherever you are in the world. Be good.